So hello and welcome to our weekly podcast update. Um, with me today is Henry Elliston and Tim Webb, um, along with myself, Tom Senegals. We're all chartered financial planners at Efficient Portfolio. And this podcast is really just to give you some thoughts and opinions on things we read and hear about um, in the news and what's going on in the markets. And it's just to give you some further insight as to some of the things we're discussing um, both between ourselves and um, with our clients as well. I think the caveat is um, always no one knows what's going to happen in the markets in, in the short term. We don't know whether it's going up, down or sideways and, and neither does anyone else. Um, and with that, it's if, if you are worried, then come and have a chat to us and we can talk to you about the pros and cons of different approaches and, and how best to, to navigate things o- over time. Markets perform over time and, and, and over the long term, we need to hold assets to, to grow our money in real terms. Um, but these discussions are really just to sort of highlight some of the things that are going out there, some of the things we're discussing with the investment managers that we work with, and just for, for general entertainment and, um, and further insight. So without further ado, um, I think this week, Henry, you've picked out an article for us. If you can just uh, kick us off and, uh, and then we'll get started. Yeah, so the <clears throat> article in the uh, Telegraph over the weekend um, from a, from an old uh, Goldman Sachs economist, or former Goldman Sachs economist, I don't know if he's old, he might be. Um, the, uh, the, the premise of this is that um, as things currently stand, the Bank of England is charged with uh, maintaining inflation at around about 2%. So, um, and, the, and the way they most often manage this is by, by lifting and lowering um, interest rates um, on Bank of England debt. Um, and, and what this chap's suggesting is that actually with the situation that we find ourselves in, um, trying to maintain a close inflation rate um, over the coming years might not be the most clever way of, of managing our economy, but rather they should be targeting increase in GDP, the gross domestic product, um, in the coming years to try and get us to bounce back from this depression that we've, uh, we've seen ourselves in on, on the back of COVID. Which I thought was quite an interesting idea. Currently, as things go, what we see is inf- interest rates now really, really low, as low as they've ever been before, um, a quarter of a percent. Um, and really, there's not an awful lot of room to, to move them much lower. But what we tend to find is certainly on the back of 2008 was that um, with such low interest rates in the banks, lending so much money, quantitative easing, was that the, um, the inflationary pressures were then very much greater in, in, in later years, but perhaps confidence hadn't been built back in those years really to see an elevation in interest rates. So it's quite an interesting change of, um, change of view from the senior economist to sort of say, well, let's, let's forget about interest rates for now. I mean, they are where they are. And we really just need to build the economy back and, and, and get it going. I mean, I think that, that in itself, if you look at that as a, as a general change of, of uh, play or suggested change of play, actually could, you know, that, that could suggest a, uh, a more, a, well, a wider view on what potentially in the next couple of years could, could hold, couldn't it? Because it, inflation itself is, is expansion of the economy, isn't it? It's, it's keeping, um, we're having a target sort of steadied, um, contained growth in, in an economy. Whereas now, if we're saying almost scrap that idea of expansion, now we need to focus on, on, focus on just uh, the profitability of, of the country and businesses in, in general. Um, you know, to me, that says, well, you know, well, why? Why would you do that in, in the first place? 
Um, are you not expecting expansion for, for a good while at least to even scrap that as a target? Um, you know, that, that's something that I think should be should be thought of. Yeah, I think um, I think they'd be right to to do away with it. I think in years gone by, inflation was seen as a as a big issue because you had such price instability. But reality is, to get out of a um, a situation like this, government's going to have to spend and spend a lot. And what they worry is that in doing so, will create higher inflation. But if you're taking on a lot of debt, then inflation uh, as a country, inflation will help er- erode that. Um, whereas I think governments have historically, in the last few years at least, not been very good at reigniting inflation. I think if you look at Japan, um, deflation is probably a, a, a bigger worry than, than inflation. And as long as it doesn't get out of hand, um, I, a bit of a bit of inflation within reason over the next five, ten years or so wouldn't wouldn't be too much a too much of an issue. But if you have a deflationary set of results a bit like in the 1930s with the great depression then that's that's a much bigger issue and therefore if uh, private debt is is high government debt is high inflation will erode that as long as it's kept in check and if inflation was at 5 10 and 15 percent then yeah they've got to start raising rates again but um, i think if you if you set constraints, then you constrain your ability to do things, and sometimes you've got to think differently and not do what what you did previously. Don't you think they were set for quite high inflation though? In 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 the maybe not this year, I'm sure not this year, but in coming years, certainly with a uh, huge amount of infrastructure products projects that look like they are are likely to be to start in the next in the next year or two. Um, and just with more money floating around, if, if the bank is easing, is going to ease lending, and Q, we're going to see more rounds of QE. Um, we could see quite a sharp inflate in uptick in inflation. I think I think there'll be a bit of deflationary stuff in the next eighteen months or so, and then then as those um, larger projects start to to come on, I think it, inflation will occur. It's just in in the very short term. I think people will discount just to sell stock. Uh, if, if you've got thousands of cars in a supply chain all sat there not being sold, then people will probably reduce prices in in the short term. But I think long term, as as all these measures come in place to kickstart an economy, then then yeah, in, inflation's there. And that's like like we always say, if you've got to have a diversified portfolio nominal bonds will protect you in in the short term against deflation but you've got to hold shares to protect you against inflation over the long term that's my next question how do you protect yourself so a diversified portfolio let's move on (laughs) well yeah i think um i think it was you actually tom that said this a little bit ago but i don't know where you where you got it from but if you look at any wealthy person or you know collective of, of, of persons um, how do they normally get wealth? And it's by, by owning something. You have to own, whether it be a business or, you know, own something. Um, and that, that essentially is the method of, of, of which you're uh, getting wealthy from. What the relation to that in this conversation is, is obviously owning shares and actually being, you know, part of owning um, a proportion of some of these companies that are going to be making money, um, but over, over the long run. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people at the moment obviously are backing down from, from getting in. At this particular point in, in time, but um, 
yeah, when's a better time to be investing uh, today? And it was and the answer was yesterday. About two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or two hundred years ago or fifty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I.e. in the past, you know, any time in the past. Um, so. I, th- I think that's it. You you got to you got to cash is always the worst asset over the long term. It, it, it never it never outperforms. It might help you in the short term, but you have got to hold real assets. And as long as you don't put, take on too much risk, because it's quite hard to foresee what's going on in the short term. Um, but you also want to make sure you're not under risking. And the bigger bigger risk is your assets just aren't worth what they are ten fifteen years from now. Mm. Cool. So, 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 in summary, then you guys aren't against this as an idea, actually, to 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 do away with the um, the interest rate or the inflationary rate target, um, because inflation may well rise, if not in the very short term, in the immediate term, but over the the, the medium to longer term, um, and just having a well diversified balance portfolio is the best way to protect yourself against such rises. Yeah, less targets, more progress. Very good. You should be a school teacher. Well, based on past experience, that didn't end up very well for me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll end on that one. Okay.